All right, all right, all right. I think we're here. We're live back. We're back in the Zoom world, back virtual in the metaverse. Uh, you know, we're getting back to cadence. We're getting back to cadence, man. You know, it's been a while. We're both very busy, man. I apologize for, you know, the, the week off, the in-between weeks. You know, we just figuring out the cadence. Um, but we're here. And welcome to Mother Talks. Mother Talks, the safe place for keeping the player where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's your boy SL, T Max across from me. Man, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. You know, working, creating. Yeah, man. Telling jokes. You know, trying to have a healthy, healthy lifestyle. Uh-huh. Yeah, everything's good though, man. What's up with you? Oh man, you know, uh, like you said, creating uh, content creation, uh, managing personalities is just it's a it's a full time game in itself. I, um, last week, I officially did the studio thing, and I left the studio when the sun the, the sun came up. I did not like it. That is a <laughs> you young didn't man. like it. It's a young man's game, bro. I got back in the crib at five a.m. Bro, I was uh, five a.m. Sunday morning, bro. My whole Sunday was fucked, bro. Like, you know, I didn't get back up at the bed till like two in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I listen, that's that's that burning, you know, studio said to the morning. I, I ain't never done that, but yeah, when you get in at 5 a.m., bro, you, you still got to catch up on all that sleep. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in there from like, I think nine to nine to five. This is eight hours of studio. Like, that shit it was, Jeez. yeah, man. And, uh, and, like, and then you drinking it. Well, I wasn't smoking, but they were drinking and smoking. I'm like, yo, I don't know how y'all keep up. I had to drink a Red Bull just to make sure everything was going safe, man. Uh, mm-hmm. To make sure the content was created. But you know, I'm I enjoy this shit. You know, uh, DTR shit. The gang is here. You know, the gang is. You know, we continue to elevate. We'll talk about them boys later. But you know, this is model talks time. So, you know, gotcha. this is you know, this is a. Uh, our bread and butter right here you know this is our baby so we still gotta give you know model talks the same love you know our yeah, other passions that, you know got right you know what i mean yeah but yeah we're getting back in the groove of it um yeah i miss talking shit like i ain't been saying crazy shit on twitter like i said i used to like doing this so i wouldn't have to tweet crazy shit mm-hmm. you know i'm uh <laughs> at least we can I mean, monetize the crazy shit. exactly if i want to tweet something i'm just gonna put it on elon musk twitter you know i'm trying to say it on our shit bring the traffic this way as opposed mm. to on the other shit. But it's yeah. like, we ain't been potting. I'm starting to want to tweet crazy shit. Yeah, I dig it, bro. You know, you know, we're both the new, mm-hmm. both the new, like, it's been a while since we really just caught up with the, with the people, you know, we're both the new locations. Uh, I mean, you got, uh-huh. you look like, it looks like we're doing an actual like interview. Like you got your whole, you know, set up in the background with the guitar right there. Mm-hmm. I got them, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice background with the photos. I see y'all in the corner. Y'all cute as hell. You know, <laughs> you know, black love, you know, like, you know, things have changed. When I start, you know, we started this podcast, I was a thoroughly single person, you know, now nigga has elevated in life, you know, got a, a good partner. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a place where a lot of, you know, energy got to go, you know, just maintaining mm. a relationship and, and being a good, you know, being a man, you know, bringing, you know, bringing the bacon home and, and still managing the stuff being around smart, the house. Being, and being smart with the bacon. That's even more important. Being smart with the bacon, you know, trying to make more bacon, you know. <laughs> yeah. We don't die on the swine. But yeah, uh, yeah, because you you done moved and you you in a whole new spot. 
Yeah, man, and, I had to um, skedaddle them in a new apartment, you know, nice little setup. So now I'm even more, uh, I guess, you know, professional now with this podcast. You know, I got I got my mic right here. So, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. it's studio quality sound, you know, for the people. It sounds good to me. I mean, I stole my, I stole, I sold my USB microphone, but it's nothing. I mean, you know, we're investing, investing back into this. So ain't yeah. nothing for me to just buy another mic and fuck it. I got a plug at a <laughs> guitar center. So my facts. brother. Yeah. You so. heavy with the polo though. Right? You know what I'm saying? Polo gang. Yeah, now that, you know, I, I have a new, listen, it's everywhere now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's, you know, so. Yeah. I have a new job, you know, I'm working with, I'm working for Rob Lauren and, you know, the, one of the perks of the job is the discount, that discount be coming through kind of crazy. So, you know, yeah. you know, it was a very polo Christmas, very polo Valentine's day, polo. <laughs> I got my mom some polo shoes and some, uh, in a, in a polo bear shirt for, for mother's day. I mean, I'm just going to exploit the brand people. Listen, but also working, this probably might be my keep it funky since it's but working with a brand, that is as popular and as well known and as strong. Like you talking about a strong brand. Polo's Polo's ever everlasting. Polo Ralph Lauren Ralph Lauren is a people pay insane money for these 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 garments and like obviously it's not it's not up there with like Louis. It's like but it's right there. Like niggas mm-hmm. like if you if I, I, I factory store the retail store it's it's four hundred dollar four hundred dollar sweaters and. You know what I'm saying? People, the number one complaint that I hear all the time, people are like, dang, this is high. This is how much this costs. I'm like, that's how much the shit costs, but cause that's because people buying this shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Like, you know, I was I was always, I always loved Polo because when I was growing up, my mother, she worked at Macy's. She got her discount, and that's how me and my brother, we was able to wear Polo because of the discount my mother was getting. If it wasn't for that discount, I wouldn't be rocking Polo, and I had to stop for some years because this Polo shit is not cheap. <laughs> you know believe me i'm you know i'm polo gang too that shit is not cheap bro even like a even a regular tea like i got 60 bro 59 59 50 you yeah, know? I, was, yeah I was outside a, i was outside a long sleeve tea gonna get and then like and just with the little, the, the little polo the little polo the little horse yeah, the too. little pony you know what i'm saying the little pony listen this I, I think this shit was 125 the pants obviously i didn't pay 125 but retail initially $125 for a hoodie, that's not a cheap hoodie. Um, what was I saying? Uh fuck, I lost, I'm getting oh getting older. Yeah, I remember, I remember for my senior photo, I went to Macy's and I bought a green polo and it was $49.99. Mm-hmm. $50, right? But in 2009, that's $50. That's that's money. So what I did, I bought the polo, I went to go take my senior pictures. And then I return the polo back to the store. You know what I'm saying? Get my fifty dollars back. Now, if you get a regular mesh polo, that shit is ninety five dollars. I was about to ask. Shit. I was just about to ask you. You know, everything going up is the price of the brick and polo going up too. Nigga, the brick. So yes, the price of brick is so basically for for Ralph Lauren. I'm I'm like I haven't gotten to do the creative stuff that I'm trying to do with polo. But like I'm basically just the nigga that got the brick and I'm bagging it up. I'm the nigga that Ralph got this, got me in the back. It's just he ain't got me naked in the back. Pause. <laughs> I'm yeah. just the one put putting the, the fucking dope in the bags. That's all I'm doing, basically. Cause this shit is a drug. People, these people come in this store, polo down, talking about I I wear I've been wearing polo since 1984. And da da da, you know what I'm saying? And um, 
I'm just the one putting it in the bag. And that and that the the classic polo is ninety five dollars now. Now now it might be on sale. You know, you go to the factory store, it might be on sale. You get twenty five percent off, but that's still seventy seventy three dollars for a polo. Yeah. Yeah, they don't give many discounts there too. Yeah. Now, see if you if you're signed up and you're a part of our community, if you're connected, you mm-hmm. can get some discounts and you can save some money. You might come out with that sixty dollar, that 50, you know, like back in the day price. But if you come in that joint just straight off the street and you ain't you ain't getting no no emails or you're not signed up, you ain't about to get that, bro. So. Hey. See, the game the game is a game, you know. Regardless if it's at the drug the game, game, the game is a game. The game is the game. You know you're a first-time custody. You're a first-time custody. You, you got to pay full price. I'm sorry. You pay full price. You don't get that discount. But if you fuck with us and, you know, you build that relationship, they'll give you a little 20, 25, 30%. You can use that. But honestly, the brand is crazily strong. Like, I'm like, damn, this white man then built this shit up to this level. It's like, listen, so people from all over the world want polo. Foreign people come to come to the come to the area. People don't even speak English. They come in the fucking store and they buying that shit. And they want they want Ralph Lauren. And this ain't Polo Association. This is this right. this is. There have been some people that came in and got this shit confused, but we had to straighten them out. But that was about it. Yeah, man. That I like you said, people people still buy Polo, but you that that's just that that mid two thousands Polo wave was crazy. Like. Do y'all still y'all still, y'all still got the um the country polos? Like like Spain and so UK. that shit you probably gotta go, you you can find online and shit like that. But um yeah, yeah that was that was Spain that? and then the customized the customized shit. If you had that, you was lit, bro. You was lit, you was on if you had if you had the customized joint, either you put your name on the back of it or you had the Spain with the big pony or any of the like the, the different countries, that shit was. You was fresh. Yeah, you was fly. Because we, because niggas know, like, that polo, that's 125. Early. So, and the custom, yeah, customized one, that's 125 back in the day. So, it's like, just like Jordans and everything, you know, it's just part of the fit. The right Jordans with the polo, niggas was matching their Jordans with their polos. That's, that's, we was outside. We was outside. You know what I'm saying? That's where niggas was Like, going. it was crazy. Master Jordan with the polo. And then you, if you, if you was... He was in the, the Nova DC area in the mid two thousands. You had you had some cargos, you know what I'm saying? You had some cargos for us to go with that joint too. Mm-hmm. Like that was oh, a uniform. Shit. That was a uniform. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy that it the obviously the style has changed and people are not rocking polo down like they used to. Obviously, niggas are more into designer shit now. Everybody right. want to be designer, off white, essentials, and, and and whatever the fuck people is wearing right now, streetwear type of shit. But it's still respected, you know. Oh, listen, it's still respected. You can't, you can't join on nobody wearing polo, especially if it's real polo. Yeah, yeah. If you got to, if it, if it's polo, it's like, oh, I, I respect it. Like it's still respected, you know. And then, but now, now I'm starting to see different pieces and shit like that. You know, start getting the purple label, start to getting the shit like that, and that shit is ridiculous, bro. Four hundred dollars for some goddamn fucking uh slides bro some some little loafers you'd be like yo why are these loaf these loafers not not like leather loafers i'm talking about some just some canvas loafers four four ninety eight when you when you got a brand name that's strong you can charge whatever you want people don't pay for it right exactly so that's the goal man we got to build up our brands to where it's that strong like that's what yeah. i've been when i'm doing when i'm when i'm going to work i'm like yo 
this brand is that strong. This motherfucker don't even got to do, he putting out the same polos he put out last year. You know what I'm saying? But niggas has got copping it, you know? They but don't you, change up too much. <laughs> you you, you kind of uh, landed on something, bro. I heard uh, Rick Ross say it took him 10 years to build MMG, right? Like when your brand is strong, like I think that's more mm-hmm. important than the actual art at some point. Like the art, the art builds up the brand, but then once you have mm-hmm. brand equity, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you do, whatever you put out, people are just going to follow regardless, you know what I'm saying? And then that's something that is so important that I think people, especially entrepreneurs and like entertainers, and, you know, they don't think about that aspect of the business, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, you've got a logo, that logo is everywhere. So it's recognizable, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. your polo, your polo, you're wearing polo. People know that horsey. They don't even know how much you pay for that. Mm-hmm. They, that could be a re- People be faking it. You know, so they got a whole U.S. Polo, a U.S. association, just with a with a horse too. You know, what I'm saying just just off yeah. just a little bit, just you know, what I'm saying just so that people can they can catch some uh, the leftover. You know, what I'm saying or just like people yeah. wanting to be a part of that brand, but and, can't afford that brand. You know, what I'm saying it's so important. Yeah, so they're gonna get the people that are like, okay, well, you can't afford this, but this is for you. But like, you're right. You everybody know that MMG logo and what it and what it, how strong it used to be. Obviously, I think because he made artists, he made well, Meek is a huge artist. Wale is a big artist, and he was able to be so successful with them too as the, as the front yeah. runners of the brand. Yeah. They were strong as hell. Look, look, late two thousand tens, like they was strong as hell. Like so, he built it to where he's at, and now he took that money, and now he's he's an entrepreneur. He's a he's he's a yeah, rest, restaurant tour. He's a you know what I'm saying. He's a mogul. Just think of your, your our favorite brands, bro. A, a check for Nike. It's just a check. Nike, you know is what I'm saying, bro. It's like for three stripes is a Adidas. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so recognizable that you don't even it's it's ingrained in your brand, in your brain. You know what I'm saying? But you know what's crazy though? You think like Yeezy don't got a logo though? It's it? just a Yeezy. I guess it's his name, Yeezy. Mm. It's just Yeezy. That's what it is. But um. <laughs> Crazy. Yeezy, it's Yeezy is just a Yeezy. I think it's just the name Yeezy. That's the logo. Well, that kind of makes sense with this minimalistic thing, you know. Yeah, but uh, that's the goal, man. The because like you think about like the strength of Nike, bro. Everybody wants Nike. Everybody wears Nike from a grandma to the to the to the kid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then and then they got the brands Jordan brand. You know what I'm saying they got all the athletes. It's, Killing the game, man. Killing yeah, the fucking game. Um, speaking of brands, my keep it funky. It's kind of a question to the to our to the men out there, right? <laughs> oh my god! As as we get older, I'll, I you know I'll segue into this. You know, one of the shout to Wayne, Polo sheets, Polo draws. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Polo draws is a thing back in the this day. Polo. Yeah. Yes, they are, they're 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 great. And that, that's probably one of my <laughs> that's my favorite part. One of my favorite items that they sell. The polo draws to this day, great quality, still great. Yeah, I, I agree great. too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, as we get older, um, we hopefully you're not wearing boxers anymore. If you're wearing boxers, you know we have to have another discussion. But like you know, as a man, there are times where we have to shop for underwear, right? And mm-hmm. It's a, is it a little weird shopping for underwear because of just the packaging? Like, it's just a man's bottom area of the potential drawers that you want to wear. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I thought to myself one day, like, damn, 
you know, we look at clothes and we look at the packaging to kind of see how it would fit on us. And you're looking at the package and he's like, yo, that's a man's balls right there. Just nothing else, but just his balls. <laughs> and he's like, how do I, do you envision yourself wearing the boxers? Cause you can't go into the dressing room and try on boxer briefs. That's fucking wild. You're not, yeah. So you, you gotta, do you, that. gotta you gotta look at the man's packaging and envision yourself. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I don't know what you're it's a, doing. It's a, it's a it, weird it's, marketing tactic. It's a weird marketing tactic. When you get, yes, because obviously the models that are on the boxer brief cover, most men are not shaped like these men. Just, yes. you know, whether it be your abs, thighs, packaged, whatever. But I'm saying, I don't know which, I normally just look at the cut. I'm looking for- But you gotta look at the picture. The picture, yeah. Because you and didn't know, you didn't know what type of cut you wanted until you looked at the picture. How did you know you want boxer briefs? I, know, I knew that this was, I think what it was. Okay, I'm gonna push you, I'm gonna push you, I'm gonna push you. You're gonna push you, because when you, when you try to break it down yeah. into the image that we're looking at when we're buying these drawers, I'm sure that there, there's some questions, and you have these questions, this yeah. is probably what rose these questions. It's just to me, I, I think I got my first pair of boxer briefs. I didn't go out and buy them myself. Probably as a Christmas ah, present. Mm, a present. Yeah. Someone bought me boxer briefs as opposed to boxers. Oh, I got them. My mother. I bought some. I'm putting these on. These these fit better. They don't ride up. I don't know if you ever play sports. You try to play sports in boxers. Right. Mm -hmm. Very uncomfortable. They twist. They they move. Boxer briefs give you little, give you support. They stay close to your thigh. So if, <laughs> so if you're active and you're moving, they don't yeah. ride up. Uh. It is a better look. I'm a boxer brief guy till this day. You know, it, 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 I like boxer briefs. And when I go to buy boxer briefs, I'm, I'm looking for some, some boxer briefs are a lot higher up on the thigh. <laughs> they're, they're, they're more of a European cut type of thing. And that's not what I'm looking for. So I want something that comes probably three quarters of the way down yeah, my thigh. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking, and you're right, we are looking at pictures of other men in underwear thinking about how they would look on us. And all I'm asking is just like, all I'm just trying to say is like the weirdest marketing tactic. But it works because yeah. every man wants their package to look good. You want support. And I guess, I guess it's, it's, it's a marketing that works it's towards weird. us. You know, every yeah. man wants to kind of be an underwear model. I don't know. Hmm. Do you think? I gotta think about you know? that because I, I don't know if you want to be out, but you want your underwear to look yeah. good. Like you, you want to look good. In, like and niggas used to sag a lot, so he's like, you want to see that that name, like whether it's the Calvin or the Polo. They, they do that or, now, right? They do that. I think they do it a lot with like Ithaca. Ithaca you know, Ithaca. There you go, yeah. Ithaca. They got the another joint that they wear a lot. Some LSG, TSD, something like that. I don't know that. But um, yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird. I was like, well, those are one of the weirdest marketing tactics. I understand the importance of you got to show it, but it's just like, damn, man, can they have a shirt on or something? Nah, bro, they're underwear models. It's like, it's, it's they're selling to what people want to look like. Okay, a man wants to look like this. So one, like, look at women's bikinis. Most of them, I've, now I think it's probably getting to a more progressive you know look at it. And you know what's fucked up? And you know how they're not progressive in the underwear, the male underwear sphere? sphere? Mm-hmm. There ain't no niggas with no gut on the on the packaging. Now I say this, you're right, but Rihanna Fenty, I don't know if you've seen any of her packaging. Yeah, no, she, I, her I, underwear. I, yeah, shout out to Rihanna. She has done a great job, Rihanna. She has done a great job of having all body types, and men included, 
in her campaigns. So Rihanna was the first one. And I remember I used to, they used to come on my Instagram timeline and I would see the bigger guys in, in underwear. And I'm like, what is Rihanna trying to say to me? But I'm like, it's nice to see different body shapes. You see someone with a stomach, see someone with love handles, see someone, you know what I'm saying? See someone with yeah. thighs and not just muscles. You know what I'm saying? Representation matters, man. Repet- representation matters, bro. I, that's why I, I saw Rihanna do that. I was like, I fuck with her. Like, I, I just, I didn't already need a more, a reason more to fuck with her. But that wasn't like, you know what? You get a point. Well, yeah, even for the women, because I think even for the women, women probably are definitely calling for this more than men are calling for it. But like seeing yourself and understanding, like, I can buy these underwear and these panties and this bra, and it's gonna look good on me and it's gonna fit good, you know? Cause, and it's crazy, cause actually at Ross Lauren, they don't make draws 2X. It stops at XL. Mm. If you can't wear XL, you can't get these draws. So that's fucked up. XL is the biggest size, and that's probably like a 42, 42 waist. So if you if you have anything above 42, you're not included. You know, that was my you know that, that because why does the fashion companies think big niggas want to be fly? What's the what's the hang It's a niggas? market, it's definitely know, a market. You know, and, and they and they could tap well, into he, it, but it's, don't Polo have a big and tall section? Maybe that's what it is. Like in they have a big and tall now, and that's pretty new from what from what I found out. The big and tall stuff is pretty new, but they still haven't got to the uh the underwear, you know, or like the beaters or the t-shirts. It's really I mean they have regular t-shirts, but not like the slim fit t-shirts or like the 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 ones with just like the polo on the bottom. It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna have to buy just the standard polo tee. And the big and tall sizes, so they 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 work in that way there, but uh, they ain't there yet. Mm-mm. Just uh, all guts matter, man. All guts matter. So that's a fact, man. Because you know, not everybody, not m- most men in America are not rocking around with a six pack. They're they're av- everyday looking guys who you would probably, probably get more sales, I- honestly, if you even had polo with a man with just a, a slight gut. You know, just say like you know because. If you're wearing a large or extra large, you might most likely have a gut. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at least at least extra large, you might most likely have a gut, some love handles or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you got tight and if you know polo, their shirts are you know slim fitting. We got it, you gotta see what that slim fit looks like on your, you know, <sighs> gut area. Cause you don't want to be out here looking crazy. But but that's what it is with designer, like. Even um a lot of bigger like I remember DJ Muster was talking like he one of the reasons biggest reason why he was trying to lose weight is because he was he trying to fit in designer, designer clothes. Oh, yeah. And niggas niggas was niggas he the purpose he was like I'm trying to get I'm trying to wear these these jeans I'm trying to wear these these brick I'm trying to wear these Amerys can't wear no Amerys because they ain't making them in no 42s Facts. they only making them in 38 so if I don't wear a 38 or lower I can't even get these jeans so it's definitely um. Those size runs are not um, for big, bigger people, plus size people, or people just with different body shapes. And even these jeans, just from working in retail, the, this level, I see the jeans for women. If you got thighs or you got ass or you got hips, these jeans ain't gonna fit you. You can't go to these designer jeans. Yeah. Like these, uh, that's why I think these online boutiques are probably doing well for women because they got things that are stretchy, oh, fashion, things that fit. Fashion over killing it. Uh, the uh, pretty Sheen. little things, Sheen. Sheen, all these little and all these places are killing because women have shapes, and women and these are shapes that have become desirable 
because the black is the black woman shape really ass hips thighs and uh, and the, maybe their waist is smaller but they have big hips they have a butt they have thighs this shit ain't even fit in the right proportions so it's a it's a crazy more like obviously we've seen these these brands take advantage of it but it could be definitely more widespread yeah i agree for sure I you know what I'm saying nigga like nigga, nigga loves we need them hips. You know what I'm saying? Gotta show them hips, man. The hips don't lie. Shout out to you know shout out to the shout out to the skinny, shout out to the skinny women, but you know, we like them thick too. You know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you uh to the listeners, I think it was 2010, and uh Terry gave me a um a new term. That I haven't heard mm. before. It's called out the draws booty. And this is a t- I know, yeah, I know. I don't even know where I got that from, but continue, continue. <laughs> you know, he, he was uh, you know, we were both single men at this point. So we you know we were in college on the prowl, you know. Uh it was a, a, a young lady we were looking at, and she wasn't the the thickest outside the inner jeans. Right. But, you know, Terry with his eyes, you know, and his, his <laughs> wisdom with his wisdom ahead of ahead of us, let it let us know <laughs> that she had out the draws booty, which means especially for this is before slim thick was the term, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, once you take the pants off, you take the draws off, there's more booty. To be behold, you thought, yeah, you know, yes. you know? Um, no and, more booty to behold it. Yeah, behold it. You know, so you see, you saw, you see the double entendre. <laughs> double entendre. There, more booty to behold them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was before Slim Thick. So, you know, I think you know, we love women on this podcast. We love you know black women, especially you know, we love this you know, mm-hmm. slim booty, slim slim booty girls, little titty girls. You know what I'm saying? All women of all shapes, all sizes. And I just you said all shapes, all sizes. So that just kind of took me to that point where you, yeah, you were, you were ahead of your time in that you know representation. And you took me, yes. And that is true. The out, out the draws booty is definitely a thing. And it speaks to more of like the shape being important more than just the rotundas. The size of yeah, things. Because yeah. something mm. the rotundas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a great shape is uh, something to behold as well. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation about what men like, what men don't like. Men like it at all. Men like it. Yes. Men like every variation that you could think of, there is a appetite for it. And um, damn, I fucking forgot. It. I'm gonna forget where the fuck. I've been smoking a little bit more weed lately. I ain't smoking tonight. I can't. I'll be forgetting where I'm about to go. Well, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, like know, you say, like what women think, like what women want. They want the fat ass. The like the, the mm-hmm. straight out the super return. Like you can see it from the front type of ass, and we do love. Yeah, that. you'd be like, yeah, ass. You oh, you look at her. You can tell she got ass when she walked through. I remember what? I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say we have a friend who remained lame, nameless. He he kind of elaborated on the out the jeans booty by by realizing there's some women who are just bad built. And like and listen, we're not trying to bash anybody here. I love that. First, before with, you get before you get to it, I love the term bad I, built. <laughs> I love the term bad built. <laughs> there's some people that are bad built. Some people who are just misproportioned. This this proportions are very abby normal. Right. And um, but uh, he came up with a term called deficient booty. Mm. <laughs> And we were younger men then, and obviously, like we're not trying to like. I I love how nigga got to disclaim it before he say some <laughs> agrees before he say some mean shit. But it's like the out the jeans booty is 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 not any deficiency because when you take her out of her clothes, it is like 
you are taken back probably in awe of what you're finding because yeah, you're like yeah. in those clothes i didn't know that was there but out of the clothes it's there and some women like you could tell in the clothes like oh that is a deficient ass yeah like the, the ass is is box shaped or mm. something of that nature you know maybe the the caucus women have this 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 uh this issue they're afflicted with this a lot having yeah. deficient ass oh, as man. opposed to out in out of the jeans booty or just fat booty you know what i'm saying because as a man i would say this my last point on booty um i've been watching women my whole life you know my adolescence up until my adulthood it's like we admire the shape of women we're beautiful women and and we i'm not a i'm not a perfectionist but i am a connoisseur and i do appreciate the spectrum that mm -hmm. yeah that is I just that was a little tangent i just i don't know how we got here because yeah, yeah, you started talking about the the the, the very variation of sizes all shapes and sizes so that reminded me of yeah uh, man listen little look. booties now that's the term now little booties matter you know what i'm saying like we just been got the snappers, yeah. not the clappers, the snappers. <laughs> <laughs> got a little snapper. Listen, man, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Please believe this. Don't don't think that one person's um evaluation or one person's feelings about you really affects your scale. Or I was gonna say RIP Kevin Samuels, but um you, can, you, you can, know you, there, can, you, you can go ahead, you can go ahead and segue into yeah. That, rest man. in rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Like for all the 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 his delivery and his 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 bluntness. There was a philosophy that could be interpreted as he was trying to put people on a scale and say that right. this is the scale of beauty and this is that. And I kind of oppose him in that like there's beauty is really in the eye of the beholder. To you, someone who you would say is only a six or a three or a four or five, there's someone who sees that person as a fucking ten. And it may not right. be this high value man that you're talking about. Right. But beauty is beauty is not just one thing. And that's what to bring it back to the, the underwear and the, the the what the what we're being pushed in the media thinking that you got to have a six pack to be handsome or a six pack to be in shape or this there's 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 in shape bodies that don't look like what they're putting on the underwear packaging you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying and there's beautiful bodies of women that are not on these magazines or on this or on the explore page or whatever you know what i'm saying right I agree, yeah. man. Yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Uh, controversial at the very least. I mean, a short time in the, the very po polarizing, polarizing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to say this as politically correct as possible. Like, he pissed off a lot of people, but he also he also helped a lot of people, and. I I think the first time we talked about Kevin Samuels, we were very critical of him and his yes, you know, and the niggas that was sucking his that was yeah. sucking him. But the more I looked at, like you know, just the clips, you know, I, I didn't listen to him every day. I think I might have followed him or whatever. But he did keep it. He he was on niggas' asses. He was, the men's asses a lot more than we just saw the clips of the women that went viral. But I will say he mm -hmm. was on, he was very impartial in terms of telling niggas that um, you know, men, especially like, you know, they're not worthy either of, you know, these certain yes. things. You know what I'm saying? So get your ass that, up, you know, lose weight, get your money up. You know what I'm saying? Like I my only thing is like, you know, he 
he passed away and they were like i saw people saying like hey, we smoking on kevin samuel's pack and shit like that like especially from, especially from like you know women and things like that i understand how they could be um turned off by him and you know a lot of his rhetoric and things like that but then you got to understand at some point people kept calling into his show exactly people kept there was a he had in. a big he had a huge audience we had a Think huge following that. he had a huge following you know what i'm saying at some point we're gonna have to have conversations of like do you really not fuck with somebody why do you keep tuning into their content why don't you have you hate watching you hate watching that's the term hate watching you know what i'm saying like if you hate this person so much how do you keep seeing his content why aren't you blocking his name why aren't you blocking mm-hmm. him you know what i'm saying like why aren't you like with social media people want to be and this goes for all races you know what i'm saying you know black men black women white women especially white women but white men too like you know people want to be people want to be find reasons to be mad you know for some reason like people care about like oh i care about my peace and shit like that but you do you really care about your peace like do you nah, really because you're going to look for shit to upset yeah, you you know what i'm saying you get like if you block his name or mute his name this is how social media works. If you mute his name, he, Bro, you will never see a clip. You will never see his name on your timeline. Down. If you really don't I fuck have person, muted, I blocked DJ Academics and muted that name. I have not seen nothing from Academics in years. And your piece is solidified, isn't it? I don't have to be annoyed. I don't have to be sit to that I don't like. You can really cure it. Like some people, I think some people are curating things that are going to trigger them so that they can have that that uh, conflict on their timeline. Some people yeah. are looking for that, to have that viral comment or whatever, to say something, you know? Yeah, it's, man. Um, you know, it's, it's it, like, we're going to have to like, there's some um, real uncomfortable conversations that I think at some point at this Kevin Samuel shit really opened my eyes up to. Like, you know what I'm saying? People really just be hate watching. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? If you really hate that mm-hmm. person so much, like, why don't you, why don't you create your own peace, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, at some point you'll need grace too. Like, like we all pass away. At, we'll pass. We all pass away. And granted, you know, you won't know if someone's talking shit about you. But like, you pass away, and then they, random people that you don't even know, they don't even know you saying we have smoking on you tonight. That's crazy, Terry. Bro, niggas say you're supposed to say that shit to niggas that like are we're trying to kill you. Yeah, like, you're op. You know what I'm saying? Kevin, like, that's your your fucking actual op. Like nigga that's like hunting you down, trying you to don't in know your this life. man. You don't you know smoke, this man. You smoking on? I right, listen. I ain't got no. I'm not gonna. I'm not sticking up with Kevin Samuels. No, I'm, I'm not, just I'm not talking to what you're talking about. I'm not talking about Kevin Samuels. Talking about what I saw based on what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From what I what I understand, he never put hands on a black woman he never you know physically raped anybody or he never murdered anybody so he hasn't done anything vis- anything violent but he but he broke no but you know what he did do he yeah. he belittled black women and he broke down women and he was critical of women and i think that is critical and this is why some of his points were valid to me the way that he spoke to women was also the way that he spoke to men yes he did and people also say that he took off by uh, down talking to women. That's what made him take off. Sure. But you know what? That's the world. Controversy, that's being polarizing, being a mean 100%. person. That's the internet. That's the internet. He did content for years talking to men. About, and like, I think that's up, more, you know what I'm saying? Like telling them, telling men how to get Tell them about together. fragrances, how to dress. Yes. 
fragrances, how to dress, how to attract what you want in life, how to, you know what I'm saying, how to build yourself up, move like a professional, other things like that. I think his his success, which it was success, speaks to the condition of the world more than it speaks just to him. Because he did, like, it's, it's like we're doing this podcast for three years and, and it's just middle of the road. But then we start doing something that, that a lot of people don't like and then it takes off. Like, that says more about you than it does about us. More people started watching it when he's doing that. And I and maybe he catered to it too much. Maybe it was wrong. We can yeah. debate that. Yeah, we, we could debate that another time. It's just like I said, it's the hate, like the hate watching shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the gro- grooving gorilla niggas was mad about that nigga dancing in the restaurants, and now this nigga's an influencer now. You, you know, see, you mm-hmm. hated that nigga so much. Now he's getting a bag. Exactly, like, and I'm not. Saying? It's yeah, weird. I don't it's hate I don't. If you don't like it, don't consume it. Don't you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, people want to talk shit. People want to talk shit. It's weird, bro. Like that's the conversation that I don't think a lot of people are ready for, especially on social media. But you know, I'm just a regular nigga in the street. You know what I'm saying? Working a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not a trap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's it's weird. But yeah, it is it is weird, and it's 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 um. So rest in peace, to him, we, we keep saying rest in peace to him. Um, but speaking of social media. We can get into our topics. This is um something I came across on social media, and you actually saw it too. Um, the most people may know this person as uh, named Corinne Stephens, aka Superhead. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found her page. I, I was, I, I believe, I was on the Explore page, and I saw this. I was like, that looks like Superhead, <laughs> and I clicked on it, and she was doing a It was a podcast, and I, it was like a um. Somebody was talking on a microphone. I was like, this is a podcast. I was on a podcast. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Corinne Stephens. But then the name is a totally different name. The name, her name is um everything underscore Elizabeth with the S, Elizabeth, whatever. And then I'm like, no, nah, this is this is Superhead. This is Corinne Stephens. And um, obviously, she's done a little rebranding. Um Bio says three-time New York best-selling author, which is true. Yeah. Senior copywriter and essayist. Um, and she has a link tree to, to um, her work, some interviews, an essay she wrote, um, join Medium to keep reading, all new essays. So she is just men love sluts. Explore men love sluts. Um, so That's the title of her book? Obviously, it's, 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 I, guess, I don't know if it's a, a book. Let's see what it is. Menlovesluts.com. So I guess she did write another book called Men Love Sluts. And uh, we I knew Superhead from um, listening to one of my favorite rappers, Lil Wayne. He had bars about her. Um, There's a very famous interview where she's talking about Lil Wayne. She was married to another man and said if Lil Wayne ever called her, she would be there. She would leave her house at two in the morning, leave her husband in the bed to go to wherever he was at. That's the type of relationship they had. I was kind of taken back by that, how you married, but you're going to go see another man whenever he calls you. It's not a marriage that I'll be willing to be in, but it was a marriage that somebody was willing to be in. Um, but I'm just giving you the background. This is what kind of, this is what I want to talk about. I was on her page and I saw her say something and on her podcast, and it was, there's no such thing as a slut. She, matter of fact, I have to find the clip. She, she was saying, there's no such thing as a slut. What's the slut anyways? People are always, people are sleeping with, everyone's sleeping with everybody. So how does that make, how does that make anyone a slut? 
And I was like, um, I think some things could be slutty. Mm-hmm. I think somebody can be a slut in a moment. I do. I think some things are slutty. And I think that a slut does help to describe a person. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play you the clip right now. Here it is. All right. I found it. I'm going to unturn my AirPods. There we go. choice for sure with a woman a woman is having sex with a man if we're both having sex at the same time how am i the slut knock it off sluts are not a real thing no one's a slut no one's real like sluts are like unicorns people talk about them all the time but you've never seen one nobody's a slut because there's nobody out here having more sex than anybody else because a man has to have sex if he's a straight man with a woman a woman is having sex with a man if we're both having sex at the same time how am i the slut Knock it off. Slut are not real. Now she was tight. She was tight. She was tight because I'm sure she's been called a slut a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is probably a poster child for slut at one point. She wrote a book about all the men she slept with. Now I agree with her on some things and some things I disagree with her. And then I'm gonna let you talk about it. I do disagree with how is she just a slut for sleeping with a man? Mm-hmm. I don't think that if two people are engaging in a consensual act, they're they're the same at that point. They're the same. They're doing the same thing. You know right. what I'm saying? Now, if you if you enter into an act with with more people, I think sometimes that's when people get the slut. Like if you're a woman, you have sex with one man. I don't. That's that's even whatever. But what I disagree with her, she's like, there's no such thing as a slut. We're all having sex. No one's having more sex than other people. Yes, people are having more sex than other people. Yeah. It's just some people having more sex frequenter with more partners than other people. And I don't want I want to take her out of it. I want to talk about the slut, the slut issue itself. Um, I think that we have to call some we have to give names to some things, right? Yeah. Say there was an instance where a woman was met with a proposition like, hey, you did something I didn't like, right? And they're like, and the woman's like, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And a, and a, and a man says, you know what, I'll forgive you if you suck my 15 friends dick, right? Mm-hmm. Say that's the scenario. Mm-hmm. And the per- and the woman, is, he didn't force her, he, he said, yo, if you want my forgiveness, you gotta take care of my entire group of men right here. Mm-hmm. And she agrees to do that. And she takes care of all of those men, sucks all of those men, and lets all of those men put their penis in her mouth, right? Mm-hmm. What do we call that person that did that? Now I'm fine with calling all of those men sluts, because okay. they did that shit. Yeah, but man. I'm also fine with calling that person who decided to take their penises <clears throat> in their mouth a slut as well. Yeah. Now, you may not be that person that takes 15 penises in your mouth in one time forever, but for that moment in time, all yeah. of y'all were sluts. Yeah. That's slutty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if and if we can't agree that that's slutty, then what what do words mean? Yeah, man. Words do mean. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, there is a such thing, like, and Amber Rose did the thing, like, there's no such thing as a slut. Everyone's doing what they want to do. I'm like, nah, some things are really slutty. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? 15 15 partners at one time, slutty. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not going to call you a hoe. We got to go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't make make, it. No, 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 I'm done. I'm not. I'm done. That's what I'm saying. That's slutty to me, in my opinion. That's slutty. You're 100% right. So what we, I think we will will cover in this particular scenario here, we have to break this. I think there's three layers of breaking this down. 
All right. Okay. So number one, if the, the man that suggested you the girl suck all 15 of his man's dicks is the nastiest nigga on this planet. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, okay. For that is very nasty to yeah. to propose that is very nasty. Like for you Point, think bro. like like that's how you for her to get your forgiveness. Factual. Uh, that's that's I don't want to use these words, but that's like misogynistic. That's like the wildest of all the terms, like that's sexual predatorness. That's like wild to even say like But now I'll say this. I heard that story, and I'm not gonna say it has anything to do with Elizabeth. No, no, no. We're just hypothetically, hypothetically. Let's take her out of it. I heard that I heard that story, and I and I don't know if it's a true story, but I heard that story. And the person that told that story was the person that said do the 15 dick or and they said that they they were trying to say something so crazy that the person wouldn't do it. So they were tr- they were basically trying to call their bluff. Like, uh-huh. okay, you really want my forgiveness? Go do something outlandish yeah. that I don't think you would do. But then they did it. But isn't that that's manipulative now? Because you you try to like you try to get her out of that situation. You try to like you try say, you try to kind of get them away from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, tried to like you, get you rid of been, them. You could have been like, I don't fuck with you more. Leave. But you so you see you try to come up with a scenario so wild that you think they would just say no and they you think that they would have morals that's the funny thing think that. he thinks that they think that he got she got morals but we don't know who but then you found out that you, you found out that the morals found out that those morals are not the morals that they believe yeah, no they had they, no they, problem they, with they got they got they got left at the door you know what i'm saying shout out to kendrick you know more mr morale and the big steppers whatever um they so got left one. on the floor yeah, yeah number one. two was well, number two and three Number two, all the niggas that wanted their dick sucked by the same woman, that's kind of nasty too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did she did she do mouthwash in between? Who's number 15? Like, who's number mm. 14, 15, 13? You remember yeah. Squid Games, right? Yeah. You yeah. seen Squid Games? Yeah, remember yeah. The, the people that were the last? Yeah, they got shot. It's like you didn't want to be first because you were, you know what I'm saying? But then you yeah. didn't want to be last because you didn't know what the challenge was going to be. So it's like, for sure. Now, how, horny, like, how horny are you knowing that? Like, how horny are you to be you know, number 15? You feel yeah, me? Yeah. But um, we have... And number three We've seen is, that people are horny. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Uh, and number three, I think... Uh, so back to the original comment about, you know, slut. What is a slut? Like, I think what is a slut is this action of being slutty. Like, if you're doing slutty shit, that makes you a slut. Like 15 dicks in one sitting is some slutty okay. shit. Like regardless Pretty of how you slutty. feel, unless you like you're not in porn, so you're not that's you know, porn is slutty. Okay, so I, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a bukkake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this man said <laughs> that's a bukkake. You know what I'm saying? First off, you're now you're putting everybody in danger because you don't know what nobody else got. So now you're just being sexually unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I'm gonna be woke here, I'm gonna be Miss Woke. But that's just slutty. That's just slutty. That's just slutty. It's okay to say that's slutty. slutty. Now you say now, like you have a lot of bodies, like yeah, you just have, like to have sex. You're sexually liberated. That's not cause to be a slut. But if you do some shit like that, that's some slutty shit. That might be slutty. Um, I think the the definite I think there is a such thing as a slut. I think that people have been mislabeled that in the past. Correct. And I think people and I think people get labeled it for a time in their life. And sometimes that is, that that tag stays on you for years after maybe you stop doing slutty things. Right. 
you could have been a slut for six months, a slut for a month, and people know about that month of your life or that six months of your life. Yeah. yeah. And then they're the rest of your time on this earth, people think you're that person. Mm. And I'm and I'm not gonna put a title on somebody for the rest of their life. You might have done some slutty things, but you're not gonna be the, I believe that you can grow and, and change, especially if you're trying to live a life, an actual full life. Oh, you, you would want to grow and you change. You hit on something. Slutty sluttiness is the public perception of it so if no one knew that you were sucking 15 dicks ignorance is bliss yeah that's no but you know so like it's not like but if a tree if fell in the forest and she, no one was around to hear it did that tree fall no would you if some if people you, was like no it made a sound you you know you you heard that right if a tree fell yeah, in the forest correct, correct no one's around to hear it they didn't make a sound so if a, so i'm a, like so if a woman's if a slut sucks 15 dicks somebody got their dick sucked the dick got sucked, whether no, whether people know about it or not. You know what I'm saying? It's it it got it, it happened. That the act happened, and I'm not here to judge the act. But you, but people, that's the reason why people may not want to share everything they do sexually because people do judge them, whether right. it's a good thing or a bad thing. Say say you have a great sexual performance, people might you might get a stigma for oh she's really good at this sexual act, or you have a bad sexual performance, people are gonna hold that to you too. Oh you're really bad at this sexual act. That doesn't mean you're going to be bad at that forever. That doesn't mean you're going to be sucking. You're going to be really that person who who's great at that sexual act forever or want to be publicized about it. I just need to know that that there's a name for it, right? I have recently met someone in my life, a male, and this person is a whore. Okay. This person sleeps with multiple partners. It's all consensual, all mm-hmm. protected, but they have a a large rotation of sexual partners. That's a whore. That's a whore. <laughs> That's a and whore. they do it purely for their enjoyment. They're not doing it for money. They're not doing it for social gain. They literally just like to do this. The 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 acts are the gratification for them, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And and in my mind, I'm like, we have to call this something because it's not nothing. Most right. people don't. Most people don't have twenty plus sexual partners that they're rotating at one time. That's a lot. And let's say, and let's just say, there's a spectrum, right? Some people are monogamous; they have one sexual partner, and then some people don't even count, right? There's a spectrum. Let's just say that's at the top end of the spectrum. We have to call the top end something. We have to call it something. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we can, when we're talking about it, we can refer to a term that we all agree on what it is. That's all I'm saying. So when she says there's no such thing as being a slut, I disagree. I agree. I agree. I agree with you there. Now, I'm 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 going to throw a a wrench in it right now, okay? So the word slut, is it just because of the actions or is it because of um like the amount of people that's involved in your actions so like somebody somebody could be like i'm a slut for you so with you Mm -hmm. with that that particular person they do everything nasty now are they still now now are they a slut that's a great point that's a great point someone be like i can be a slut for my husband or i'm a slut for my girlfriend that's a great question i think I think that that can be like a second, you know, like they have the two definitions. That could be the second definition. But the first definition would be, in my mind, if I had to define what a slut is, 
it's someone that's open to doing sexual acts with a person with with very little investment required, whether it be time. Oh, well, maybe a lot of it. Maybe not. Yeah, very little. Or because money might be a lot though. It's it's tough to get a, it's tough to get a yeah. to get a like a, a definition on what a slut is, right? It's very tough. And I and I would have to and I and I could tell you if it was slutty or not, but by, by you telling me what it is, and but also probably have a bias, or maybe I've done it, or I've done something similar, and I might not think it's that slutty, or somebody who's never done that sexual act might be like, oh, that's not that slutty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think time, place, number of participants. You know what I'm saying? I think that that dictates the sluttiness. Okay. Time, place, number of participants. Hey, that's a good list right there. You know, I just, you know, I'd like to, I don't want to disagree with you. So we just got to make sure. But no, it's ambiguous. We, we it, it is, it is not that. like a solid definition. It's not. I, I, it's not. It's, but it is something. I'm no, sorry. There, there, ha- there is, no, there is a, there is, there are sluts. We just gotta work hard and figure out what the definition of a slut is. But there are sluts. Somebody's slutting right now. Somebody said somebody getting slutted out. Yeah. Somebody's getting slutted out, and somebody's willingly getting slutted out, and somebody's willingly doing slutty things. But I'm sorry, like Corinne Stephens is a notorious. Well, you see, that's you know, we know. Shout out to uh, us. I think it was maybe like our first. One of our first 10 episodes, we talked about rebranding. You know? Mm-hmm. And so she's not Corinne Stephens anymore. She's Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth. So Corinne Stephens was the slut. Corinne Stephens was the slut. Corinne Overson is not. El- Elizabeth, Elizabeth Overson. She's the three time New York best te- New York uh, best selling author. Corinne Stephens was the one sucking fit. I don't know. Well, I'm not saying she was like 56. I don't know if that was a story or not, but she was I mean, the one. Listen, she, she was she was the one that was writing books. She was the one called Superhead. So Corinne Stephens, that's the perfect rebrand. Oh my God. It is a great rebrand, but listen, she is a great rebrand. And like I said, we could have a whole top five. That's not top top three rebrand. She she became a mom. Oh, I don't know, but how successful is the rebrand? She's still superhead. Like she a rebrand. I guess a successful rebrand. I guess no one forgets about the brand before before the rebrand. But it's like she's she's pushing forward. She's become a podcaster. She's an author. She's a writer. All of that. I I'm I'm cool with your wholeness getting deleted at some point. But your wholeness can't get deleted if there's video evidence and there's books mm. and there's you know what I'm saying. It's it's harder. Just like you talk about if no one knows about it, it's yeah. easier for that wholeness to get deleted. I agree. I agree. So that wholeness, your college wholeness, can get deleted when you marry your husband because. You don't live in the same town that you went to college in or high school in, right? Your wholeness can get deleted easier if it's not documented. When your wholeness is well, your your sluttiness is so well documented, it's gonna follow you longer. And listen, and there's and there's plenty, and like I said, there's plenty of men who don't care about that. There's plenty of women who don't care about that. I I trust me, I've seen I just moving back home and, and being in around DC, I've seen things and I'm like, okay, this is how these people are moving now. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and even just living life, you you see that people are open to things sexually, and people accept a lot of things from people yeah. sexually. So it's never being a slut ain't gonna hold you back. And and for her, in the last point about this, her talking about sluts or unicorns that ain't nobody found them. 
I didn't found No, we didn't find some flats. <laughs> we didn't found <laughs> talk about who everyone's talking about where the sluts. They're like unicorns. You never see one. What? <laughs> Corinne. I mean Elizabeth. What are you talking about here? Oh, she choose we, a white. People name. find them. You know, because that's a good Elizabeth Olson. It probably has a meaning. That's just like probably named after somebody. That's too far rebrand. Like Korean, that's still, mm. still that's still with the culture. I, I think she's Caribbean. That sounds like a Caribbean name. Elizabeth, come on now. Oh, it's getting away, hey, man. I thought it was like Elizabeth Whatever, Olsen. Dog. I thought it was Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, what's her name? Black. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. Yeah, yeah, the Olsen. She, you know, she related yeah. to Olsen. Too, yeah, that's her sister. Yeah. I found out it blew my mind. All right, so um, we don't want to keep y'all too long. Chris, what else out of the topics? What's what's the one of the last things you want to talk about? See, you know, see, you know, we don't want to keep them too long, but you know, when we get in the groove, man, it's just you know, it's like riding a bike. Yeah, man, you start talking about sluts and 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 and, and internet and people hating things on the internet. You know, we, we get a uh, get a little hype. Uh, let's see. Let's um, let's just do a quick hitter. You know, rest in peace to the people of the you know that were affected. At the Buffalo mass shooting that happened a couple of days ago. Buffalo and in California. And in California. There, there was another one in California that happened um, at a church. Yeah, you know, um, with the Buffalo one, you know, we'll probably do another episode about that one. But you know, stay dangerous. I, I in that without in the episodes every week, but stay dangerous. You know, if you're not a licensed gun holder, please do because it's crime everywhere. Oh I, yes. Not even just mass shootings. It's just crime everywhere. People are wilding out here. So that's where I got with that. Stay strapped, bro. We said we said this from the day one of the podcast, man. Stay strapped, bro. If you can legally school. own and carry a gun, protect yourself because you go to the grocery store and someone comes in with a fucking a fucking army tactical gear on yeah. and, a, and, a, and, a, and a and a metal plate it trying to trying to kill black people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's scary out here. Keep your head on the swivel as well, man. You know what I'm saying? Even just you never know when today is that you know somebody's gonna run up in this spot. You're just gonna get groceries, you know, feed your family, and somebody just does some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So you know, recipes to both situations and just you know, Chicago's still crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I I saw that they they put a a curfew on minors in the city just because they wilding out there in the city. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know. As we wrap it up, we can do music next week, you know, give, give us another week to digest Kendrick's joint and the rest of the albums we ain't. Yeah, man. Um, but what do you think about it, though? What do you think about the album? Uh, the short of short, I listened to it twice. Short, quick. Yeah, I liked it. I like it a lot. Twice. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm not going to hold him to, to his previous work, you know what I'm saying? Like, because his work by far is the best piece of work that's come out this year. So, to be honest, oh, you're giving it that. You're giving it yeah. that. Okay. I don't think nobody's had better work, uh, hip hop wise, than Kendrick Curry. Pusha T. It's not better. Kodak. I like Kodak's okay. album. I like Pusha T's album a lot, a lot. You know, but it's not better. Future album, I like it. Dirt. No. Better than Dirt. Not better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's not, I'm, just, I'm just scrolling down my list right now. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Gunna. The gunna come out 2020. Gunna nope. came out this year. Nah. Okay. 
I mean, I really enjoy it. I've been playing it since it dropped Friday. Um, today is Monday when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is great, bro. That's what I love the most. You know, the raps. It's gonna take a minute for me to listen to the yeah, raps. There's a lot of bars. There's a lot of bars. And hear the raps and the bars, but like the first thing, obviously the music, the production, I really like on a lot of it. Skits is great. Shout out to Kodak. Yeah. Oh, yo, I, I, I tweeted, I was like, yo, Kodak's bag. Like, yeah, he's been on a lot of people's shit. No, but but like to be on Kendrick's shit, like the intro to album, to be on the interludes, to have his own song with them and hold his own rapping with this nigga. Mm-hmm. You know, Silent Hill was a great song. You know what I'm saying? He was rapping great his ass song. off. It's you know what I'm saying? Shout top, out to Kendrick. Top, Shout top, out to Kendrick and Kodak, bro. Top three to me on the album. But yeah, and um, the, yeah, Kodak, for, for I my memory is getting worse. This is fucking crazy. Kodak for definitely delivering on the album. Um, Do you remember when he first came out? He's talking about he was better than Tupac. Kodak, Kodak said Kodak. It. I remember he had Kodak a said it early on, it like. Big little big pop. That was his mixtape. Yeah, this is probably around the time he said that. He was like, Man, I'm a I'm a better artist than Tupac, or I will be. Like he's always had that confidence and he's one of the artists. Like I listened, that's why I asked you about his album. I listened to, to I like uh, a lot. I like Kodak's a lot. album. Really I good. like Kodak's album a lot as well. Um and just as an artist, obviously he's still ignorant, but he's 24 years old, you know. Hopefully yeah. he 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 gets that time because you know rappers die every day, B. Um, hopefully he gets that time to actually grow up and mature like maybe Tupac did. Tupac, Tupac was dead at 24, 25. Biggie yeah, dead at 24. All these other rappers dying right now. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna, we gonna keep talking about this. Keep, yeah. keep going in your prayers, man. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's special, bro. Um, definitely, yes. Definitely As an artist, you can't deny it. Problematic, but yeah. he's special. Uh, and then lastly, I'll get back. We, we can do more music deep dives next week. Um, as we, I need to listen to some more stuff. Um, you want to end it with? Let's go with the Young Thug and the White Soul stuff, and then end it off with Big Pat Bev on a, on a high note. Uh, That's fine, man. You know, keep it real short. You know, I don't know the details, but you know, Young Thug prayers of Young Thug and the YSL got uh, team gonna apparently they got hit with the uh, the Rico, um, mm. and it doesn't look really good because. Just with the Rico charges, it's little, they can just charge you for shit you had nothing to do with. You know, conspiracy, just because, yep. Just just because it, they say that it was uh, it was to further the gang, you know. Um, so you know, I just want to say prayers to them boys. You know, I know they got money to lawyer up really quickly. You know, and good lawyers. Yeah. So. so um, and yeah, hopefully, rest, you know, this is a key too. Rest in peace, little right. key too. Didn't listen, didn't know a lot about Loki, but you know, Me rest either. in peace to the rest of peace to him. But uh shout out to Dave Chappelle for that skit, you know, plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five, fifth. Fifth. Um, you know, these are state charges and not federal yeah. charges. So, you know, the likelihood of them coming out on the other side of it is uh higher. You know, federal, federal, federal cases have a very high conviction rate. Um, these dudes, the top dudes definitely have enough money. I think all the dudes under them, you know, I feel like some time is going to be given out. We see when they go after rappers, they get them. GS9, GS9, Takashi, Nantre. So, um, yeah, yeah don't, don't wish jail on anybody. That's one thing I definitely want to say. Don't wish jail on anybody. Um, but crimes, <laughs> crimes are often followed with jail time. Most time, 
the, the, the police do their work and, and they, somebody goes to jail, whether it's just or not. I'm not going to advocate for the, for the justice system, but I'm saying niggas get locked up every day, B. Correct. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Gunna, all the people in YSL, you know, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. So we're going to end off with a little a high note. Uh, tell you, you want to turn your hat around or are you just going to keep it backwards nah, because you can't even tell what this is though uh but this is this is the hat that i'm wearing it is all right a, fitting for last night's game it was game seven that, that was atrocious of the western <laughs> conference second round uh dallas mavericks versus phoenix suns um if you're not really watching sports you know it was game sevens are a big deal just to get yes if you, yes. If you don't watch sports if you don't watch sports you don't watch basketball i'm gonna just give it to you a real high level Game sevens are a big deal. It's literally yeah. win or go home, right? So you got to leave it all on the floor, right? So mm-hmm. in this game between these two franchises last night, uh, one team came to play, one other team did not come to play. The team who was on my hat did not yes. come to play. Yes, um, and they got embarrassed and they got blown out on their floor. Uh, I think they lost by like 40 or something points at home. Um, but the reason we brought that up is because there is a certain player uh, who plays for another team that apparently has a little bit of a smoke. He's, you know, maybe auditioning for a career outside the NBA. His name is Patrick Beverly. Um, he was on first take uh, and get up this morning. You know, he was very vocal last night during the game. But today, I guess they called his nigga to come up. And, you know, he was there. <laughs> they called for... <laughs> he was Patrick Beverly called them, bro. <laughs> He just showed he was just outside the door. He was waiting. like outside, like, hey, bro, can you put me on air? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, let's get him because he was tweeting crazy too. Yeah, before he was tweeting crazy. So uh, he was just going. The hot takes, if you know, we we are a fan of hot takes, but the hot takes were flaming this morning. He woke up with, like, I think he drank two, ener- two, two energy drinks and a cup of, cup, cup of coffee before Listen, he came. People forget, you know, that Patrick Beverly's from Chicago, right? Oh, I didn't know he was from Chicago. He's from Chicago. Okay, so you know, uh, he do you want to give a little background of Patrick Beverly? Like, Patrick Beverly, and NBA I know you, I know you, have a, you have a little bit more disdain towards him than I do. NBA at this point, I would say he's a journeyman. He started with Houston, he went to uh-huh. LA, now he's with Minnesota. Um, defensive specialist, some would say a dirty player, I mean, very vocal, yeah. very loud, very vocal, very loud. Um, very boisterous. He really is not that gifted, but he's very scrappy. He's the type of player that mm, a lot of scrappy. teams scrappy. He's the type of player that a lot of teams need. Defensive minded player, strictly defensive minded player, in the in the vein of Dennis Rodman or right, um, right. Draymond Draymond Green. Okay, but he's nowhere near a star. A, he's a role player, but he is very animated. You know, very very animated on the court. And um, yeah, that's that's who Patrick Beverly is. Yeah, so you know, this morning he was uh he was on a couple of ESPN shows and he was just giving a lot of a lot of I mean the takes were warranted. Not to say they weren't warranted, but coming from him, knowing his position in the league, as Terry Terry uh explained, it's kind of like, man, eh, bro, you you shouldn't be the one talking. But it was thoroughly entertaining, to say the least. Yeah. The, the say the least say it wasn't entertaining at like 9 a.m. in the morning. Like you shouldn't be yeah. on that type of energy at that early. This is 
But he great, came great entertainment. Yeah, he came, he came in like he was holding it in in his chest, and someone said, Bro, go ahead, go get your shit off. And he got mm. his shit off. So yeah. I implore you, anybody that's listening to us, if you haven't seen the clips, uh search his name on Twitter, just go to ESPN. Mm. Um, and you'll understand why the energy, why we why, why we're leading this podcast, yes. his ending energy, this podcast with him. His energy was specific to Chris Paul, mainly, right? Yeah, yeah, more mainly. And mainly Chris Paul yeah, but and yeah. the Suns. Talk about no one feared them. Nobody cares about Chris Paul. Called Chris Paul, Chris Paul a, a cone. Um, that was hilarious. You just you kind of go around him. No one fears him in the locker room. And uh, talk about does he gave him props, but in the next breath he talks shit about him. Um, but it's like, and. To, to rebut that Matt Barnes, former former NBA player, also mm. performed the same type of role that Patrick Beverly, defensive-minded person. But unlike Patrick Beverly, he could probably shoot a lot a lot better. He was outside yeah. threat. Yeah, he, could, he was an outside threat. Better three he, points said, he, he said that he got a little too disrespectful. And um, for sure he got disrespectful. He was on <laughs> national television. He was on yeah. national television disrespecting Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. Right. Um, but his team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, did get eliminated. First round. Week, first round, weeks prior. And he also cried when they, they were in the play yeah, yeah. in the playing game, and acted like they won something. I mean, Patrick very very passionate guy, um, but uh, kind of polarizing. You know, either you love him or you hate him. There's no in between on Patrick Beverly. You know what I'm saying? I tend to be on the hate side of it. You know what I'm saying? Not a big Me fan too. of him at all. Me he too. tore Russell Wilson's meniscus. Um, Westbrook. Uh, Russell Wilson. Damn. Russell Westbrook's meniscus in the playoffs. Um, and kind of stunted our the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, not our the Oklahoma City Thunder's uh, playoff run that year. Um, on a on a blown whistle, the, the play was dead. He went for the ball and tore um, our star players' meniscus. But um, yeah, that's what it was. Go watch the clips; though. they're funny. If, if there is a def, I mean, it's off. There is a definition of praying for someone's downfall. Today was the day to see somebody who was waiting for somebody's downfall. Oh yeah, yeah, he was way for and, that. You know, and uh, if I, I, I don't hate anybody as as much, but if I hated somebody, this would be the opportunity I would like to be to have my voice amplified. And I think that's but you could see now. that it was a like he don't like Chris Paul, and a lot of people don't like Chris Paul. A lot of people don't like Chris. Paul. Let's make that point. Just not as much as Patrick Beverly, because Chris Paul has been on successful teams and he has accolades that right, right, right. Uh, Patrick Beverly doesn't have. Chris Paul is an all-star, assist leader, just a good, good – he took the Suns from being a non-playoff team to the finals last year. Right. People forget that. Yeah. That was a success in itself. Obviously, it's chip or nothing. Um, but uh, Patrick Beverly yeah. was on TV talking spicy all day. Yeah. He was Check on two shows. Wasn't he on first? He was on Get Up yeah, and First. Get Up and First Sake. That nigga was on TV from like – I brought him back. They were like, Yo, he was talking <laughs> – they brought him back. He was of like <laughs> seven to ten. Just going crazy, yeah. Uh, great television though. So it, sports is all entertainment, anyways. I mean, yeah, they're probably not gonna fight, so it doesn't matter. So, um, but yeah, Terry, you got anything else? You know, before the people already wrap up. Uh, nothing shows to follow. Uh, no, no, just not, no important shows yet. You know, we're still building, still grinding, finding our way through this DC comedy scene. Um, just please support all the videos that I post on the page. Support the podcast. Like I said, we coming at you 2022 aggressive. Um, that's it. Hug your mother, tell her you love her. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Um, 
follow DTR, Rap City 2, June 15th. Uh, my man, Don Alte, he's got something coming up soon. Nova Legends, Ambition Lover 2. Uh, Cloud Envy, you know what I'm saying? Stream um, his last project. Um, and uh, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting the squad. We'll, be, we'll get better at, you know, in recording. You know, please don't hold us to us, uh, hold us to the flame. We'll be back in this thing. So yeah, I, appreciate man. You. I appreciate you sticking with us. And um, remember, on the path to play them, there are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. Peace.